Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. And good day, everyone. I hope you're having a good day. You know, we're in a weird, weird time in the world. Uh, so much conflict, so much friction, and there is a lot of depression, too. We hear about people overdosing all the time from drugs, often usually legal prescription drugs. And why is everybody so sad and so angry? Could it be that their values are not in alignment with their actions? Could it be that they consider themselves good, decent people, but because they live in a system that encourages cruelty, they are engaging in horrific cruelty, and on some level of their brain, their reptilian brain, their subconscious, they're aware that they're engaging in cruelty. And so it's creating cognitive dissonance, sadness, um, annoying sensation in their stomach, anxiety when they try to go to sleep. What's wrong? Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Maybe what's wrong is that you're killing. You're killing on a daily basis. You're part of a system that uh, engages in horrific, unspeakable cruelty. And you've been told by society, don't worry about that killing. Oh, you can kill all the cows, the pigs, the chickens, the turkeys, the lambs, the goats that you want. You can put your leather all over your house and those animals don't count. You can call yourself an animal lover if you love the dog you walk every day. But guess what? Those people are lying to you. There is, there is a price to be paid for killing, no matter what anybody says. But the good news is there is an alternative, a wonderful alternative. And here today to speak about that wonderful, joyous alternative to killing are two amazing women, Sarah Fioli and Nira Palawada, who are the founders of U.S. Veg Corp. And their work is absolutely dynamic. Um, start, please, by telling us, Sarah and Nira, what you do and how you decided to start doing this. Hi, thanks for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> and it's so true, um, you know, one of the reasons that we started doing this is specifically to raise awareness and educate people on, um, you know, better way of life and being conscious about, you know, what they're doing to the environment, to animals, to their health across the board. And um, so, what was it was eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over eight years ago, we we started planning for the first ever New York City Vegetarian Food Festival, and. Um, We've been keeping it up every year since, and four years ago, we branched out into the Phoenix area. We have our Arizona Veg Food Fest in Scottsdale, and now this fall, in just about a month, we'll have our third annual California Vegetarian Food Festival in Hollywood. And the idea is to just kind of go through all aspects of the lifestyle, anybody's lifestyle, and show how easy it is to be plant-based, vegan, cruelty-free, with whatever you're wearing, whatever you're eating, what you're putting in your hair, on your skin, it's there's options with everything, and that is fun and easy. 
Well, the first time that I saw the New York City Vegetarian Food Festival, and I thought I knew a lot about the movement. You know, I had been to so many different things and protests and events. And I walked into this indoor space that was massive. And it was packed with people, packed with booths, packed with so much dynamic energy. and Everybody's so joyful and happy. And then I think I ran into you, Sarah, selling vegan chocolate. Yeah, you did. And, and, you know, all I have to do is see chocolate and I'm drawn like a magnet. Um, And I said, oh, vegan chocolate. Woo. And then you started telling me because I was like, Ooh, this is organized by U.S. Veg Corp. It sounded very mysterious, like something out of a Netflix spy-fi thriller. You know, U.S. Veg Corp. What is that? And um, I saw this big banner. It said U.S. Veg Corp. And I was like, this is so fascinating because I've been to so many veg fests, but this one is different. So tell me, what? why did you decide to name it U.S. Veg Corp? And, and why do you feel your veg festivals are just a little bit different in a good way? Yeah, (laughs) sure. I mean, we came up with U.S. Veg Corp kind of tongue in cheek because it is the two of us. We put together all of our events kind of as a complete team of two. And the idea had always been to expand past New York City. So that was the U.S. And Veg Corp, just because we were thinking big, you know, we wanted our events to kind of just be nationwide. And we know the movement is bigger than just a small regional area. Um, What makes our events different from others? Well, there's so many things. So, um, you know, when we first started the company and thought about putting together an event, um, one of the main things was to make sure that it was inclusive for everybody, not just geared towards the vegan movement, Mm -hmm. uh, but really geared towards every single person out there because a lot of people are really veg curious Mm-hmm. but not be um, ready to jump into like an all vegan event with um, that's more like in their minds a little too much. So we wanted to make it really fun, really accessible. So we included um, wonderful entertainers, wonderful speakers from across the board, kids areas, just really made it really a bit uh, more fun and entertaining uh, across the board, but obviously all plant-based. Well, I want to tell you about one of my favorite moments from your Raleigh Studios event. And uh, that was when I was walking around. And by the way, it's coming up September 29th. I will be speaking there. Uh, And I I really urge you to, to check this out if you're in the Los Angeles area, because it is fun, 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 fun. And I'm not just talking about me when I'm speaking. I'm talking about all the things that are happening, the incredible food. I mean, there were lines for some other food. And then I saw that there was a ramen stand that didn't have a long line. I said, I'm going to grab that, even though it's summertime. It was the best ramen I have ever tasted in my life. I was like, oh, my God. But then I'm walking around and out of nowhere, this group of incredible Bollywood performers (laughs) comes out and starts doing this incredible dance with music, and it was fantastic. It was like this party. Again, this is happening September 29th and September 30th at Raleigh Studios in Hollywood. It's the U.S. Veg Corps Vegetarian Food Festival in Los Angeles. Everything is vegan, however. There's music. It's kind of like going into a little Renaissance festival 
you know, there's uh, somebody playing right here and then you walk down a curve and then there's somebody doing something here. There's a lot of activity and it's designed a little differently than some of the other veg fests. And listen, I'm very much involved in the um, veg fest LA and uh, I've been, I've been going to that since it was world fest years ago. And it's also great. All of these festivals are great and different in their own ways, but I'll tell you something. I was getting ready to do a fundraiser and I tried to track down those Indian dancers because they were so dynamic and it was such fun. And, you know, the thing was, it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. And they were just filled with joy and um, great dancers. And I thought, this is really cool. This is fun. So how do you come up with these ideas? And I'm very creative because I'm sharing this video and inviting people. So please make sure to Take the second while you're talking to share this video with your friends. So I urge everybody to share this. You know, we need to normalize veganism throughout the world. So it, don't be rude. Don't feel like you're being rude if you look down and share this video. We are simulcasting on Facebook and we want more people to see this. So everybody knows about the Vegetarian Food Festival coming up September 29th at Raleigh Studios. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, that was a flash mob we had last year at the Veg Fest. It was meant to be a surprise. It was meant to take you off guard. All of a sudden, empty space, and the next minute, it's a dance party. So we always have some little surprises up our sleeves, and um, we just like to work with the whole community and invite people, you know, from all kinds of um, all kinds of talents. And you know, a lot of them are, are vegan. They want to just lend their their talents to the festival to support it and that just makes it even better and i'm just inviting a whole bunch of people to join us um this is so much fun now how did you two meet and and because a partnership is very important to have a successful partnership and uh so i think that's one of the reasons why and we can provide inspiration to other people in the vegan movement i mean you're two young women and you've got this thing, U.S. Veg Corp. It sounds like something that's like uh, right up there with uh, Grumman Aircraft, <laughs> you know. But it's not. It's it's something that's not about making machines for war. It's about creating. But I mean, it sounds very impressive. How did you two get together? And and I mean, that name is kind of brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I have a background in events with another company um, that I have, and so I had created an event and invited a friend to attend, and he brought Sarah. And so that's where we initially met and started talking about, you know, potentially putting something together, and then over time getting to know each other and talking, we decided it'd be a good idea to start this company together, and uh, and yeah, we came up with the name, and but it was always, like she said, like the concept was to expand beyond just New York, because this is more than a, a New York central, uh, central thing. So. All right, we need you guys to scooch up toward the microphone, both of you, closer, closer, closer. We're hearing that it's a little hard to hear. And speak up. Do you, have, do you ever have a, a grandmother who's hard of hearing? Just talk like that. Uh, thank you. Please do that. So, um, Susan Anderson says, I am trying, but it's hard being a vegetarian, hard to be vegan, best veggie hamburger and black bear diner and car, you know, if people are, some people still think that it's difficult to be vegan or vegetarian. I mean, how can that be when even fat burger every day we, um, 
we go out and do either a vegan cooking show or we profile a vegan restaurant, Fat Burger uh, has the Impossible Burger. At Universal Studios, they have a veggie burger. At Disneyland, they have a veggie burger. I mean, it's not that difficult anymore. Yeah, I think it's about just changing what you're usually, you know, want what you normally orbit to. If you're looking at a theme park and you're just used to seeing the French fries and the regular burgers and stuff, it's hard to just even shift your focus to see what else is there. Like even over the weekend, New York City is one of or the most veg-friendly cities in the world. But here I am in New York City, went out to the beach, went to a restaurant that didn't have anything vegan on the menu. I asked the waitress, she's like, oh, vegan, I don't know what that is. But I still came up with a great meal. There was a rice pilaf, there was an avocado salad, there was baked potatoes, there was all these things that you just create. So it's just about kind of shifting your mindset and any place can be easy to be vegan. But it's also, if they can find something, then they should go and tell the restaurant or um, or the grocery store to get those options onto their menus because some of the situation is that the restaurants don't know that there is an actual demand for it. And if you walk in and you say, listen, you know, you should really put a vegan item on the menu um, or I would come back and I bring all my friends to it, you could veganize any place. So a lot of it is communicating with, you know, the people that that you normally um, go to. Listen, there's going to be an institutionalized reluctance to move forward amongst certain groups because everybody's brainwashed. I mean, I watch the news and that's pretty much the only time that I'm really hit with the enormity of animal agriculture's constant conditioning of us through commercials to eat animals. You try to watch a mainstream TV show and there's some great ones. World of Dance is a great show. It's very uplifting, very positive you know, kind of contrast to what's happening politically these days, um, just fill with just, you know, positive energy and joy and great dancing. And yet in between in the commercials, you just see, you know, meat, dairy, meat, dairy, fast food. And then when you're watching the news at night, it's all pharmaceutical commercials because of the demographic. People are older and they're all sick from eating the bad food. So there's a reason they call it the Food and Drug Administration. First, they feed you the horrible food, then you get sick, and then they make even more money off you, selling you all these pills for cholesterol, for diabetes, for erectile dysfunction, for all of these things that are preventable or reversible with a plant-based diet. And The heartening thing is, though, if you look at where the big food companies are going and what the money is going towards, if you look at the startups and who's getting invested and who's getting bought up, it's all plant protein. The big food, the background big food industry, you know, I'm sure you've heard some of these dairy companies are buying up some of the plant-based milks and, and, you know, they just see the the writing on the wall and that the technology is going to a place where all the meats and all the dairies are getting so real, like, like the animal products that it's, it's just going to be growing and growing and growing. So I don't feel like it's going to continue exactly the way it is now. No, I agree with you 100%. I think we're on the cusp of, hitting the tipping point on this issue. Dairies are in trouble in the United States. 
And they could easily, well, maybe not easily, but they certainly can. And some have converted to plant-based because there's the big silver vats. We've all seen them since childhood. Elmhurst Dairies in New York, uh, which is a multi-generational dairy with cows switched to plant-based milks. And they're making a fortune. And um, I'm buying the the almond milk now in giant gallon containers, plastic containers, because that's how America shops and they're running out of them. Uh, So uh, dairy, cow's milk is in trouble, thank God. Uh, And we don't need to torture cows and their calves and separate mothers from babies and uh, rape cows in order to impregnate them so we can steal their milk when we can have almond milk, soy milk, hemp milk, rice milk, flax milk, cashew milk, uh, I mean, the list is, is endless, and it tastes just as good. So uh, I'm very, very motivated. And in fact, just today, excuse me, day, yesterday or the day before, I was driving back, day before yesterday, driving back from Santa Barbara, listening to Bloomberg News, heard they were coming up with a story next, is the biggest meat producer in the world predicting that we're going to have a meatless future I literally went live on the phone because I wanted to hear this and send it out to everybody. And it's Tyson Foods, one of the biggest killers of animals. They kill like over a billion animals every year. And they are they are really investing in plant-based meats. Uh, so uh, they are very aware that people are waking up thanks to social media uh, because you won't see it on the mainstream media. Thanks to social media, people are waking up to the horrors of animal agriculture. And that's what we do here at Jane Unchained. We have a news feed at facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell uh, to show you the truth. And just today, in the last 24 hours, we've gone live from a slaughterhouse in Iceland uh, and a slaughterhouse in uh, Chicago and also uh, shown a meat uh, tanning place in another part of the world. And so we show the horror, but we also show the fun solution. And the fun solution is just eat plants, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and grains. There are hundreds of thousands of them. There's so much more variety on the plant side than there is on the dead animal side. I don't even want to use the word meat anymore because meat is one step removed. Oh, people say to me, I still eat meat. No, you still eat animals. You still eat dead animals. I'm using the word animals more and more because people want to disconnect. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to stay live on Facebook and uh, we're going to come back from uh, our commercial break in a couple of seconds and continue on with these two amazing women, the co-founders of the U.S. Veg Corp, which is getting ready to have an incredible vegetarian food festival at Raleigh Studios in Hollywood on September 29th and 30th. Be there and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. 
Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer, celebrity friends, and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern. Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. So, good news. We've gotten more than 80 shares of this video on Facebook. We are talking with Serafioli and Nira Paloata, uh, founders of U.S. Veg Corp., um, I want to ask them if they're going public anytime soon. But first, I want to take a caller. And that caller is Shannon from Florida. Shannon, what's your question or thought? I'm just so excited because I went vegetarian when I was nine. And thankfully, I found out about the other industries a few years ago and went vegan. And I can just see the changes because every time I go to the supermarket, there are new vegan products. And it is so exciting, like you were saying, to have companies like Tyson that are buying plant-based companies. It's just amazing. So exciting. Do you have a question, Shannon? I love everything you've had to say. Um, I, I guess um, I'm really excited and hopeful for Vegan World 2026. Do you think that, that we can get this done? Wow, that's a great question. So there's a whole new movement called Vegan World 2026. And this is founded by Dr. Selesh Rao, who is a genius, a Stanford PhD, who is one of the founders of the Internet. He was very involved in the Ethernet aspect. And he has said, and he used to work with Al Gore, and he split from Al Gore because Al Gore won't talk about factory farming. Uh, There's some reports they may have a cattle background of some sort, or maybe he just likes to eat bacon. I don't know. But he won't talk about the leading cause of climate change. So that's the really inconvenient truth. So Dr. Selesh Rao has said we need to create a vegan world by 2026 uh, because we are destroying, because we're mowing down the forest to grow crops to feed animals who eat a lot more than they produce as food, we are destroying habitats and we are killing all the wildlife. 
And we've already killed well over 50% of all wildlife on this planet, wildlife vertebrates, animals with bones. I'm talking foxes, coyotes, koala bears, lions, tigers, elephants, rhinos, giraffes, the list goes on and on. We will have none of those animals except in zoos if we continue at this rate by 2026. So he is creating a system to create a new culture of normalized nonviolence as opposed to the culture we have today, which is normalized violence, where we've created this concept that we live in a zero-sum world, where for me to live, somebody else has to die. An animal has to die, you know? And I saw this bodybuilder walk up. I was at a food, uh, I was at an event that wasn't a vegan event for a birthday party, for my girlfriend's birthday party. It was an outdoor movie. Her favorite movie is uh, uh, Pretty Woman. We won't get into that. But anyway, uh, it's, it's a fun movie. It's actually brilliantly written. But I'm at this food truck and I see this bodybuilder walk up and he's talking to his friend about how he has to have steak. Steak. Because his self-identity is he wants to be strong. So he orders steak. But the truth is that that's all a misnomer. That's all his being brainwashed by advertisers that equate meat with masculinity. And they do this in very subtle ways with commercials and all sorts of brainwashing and conditioning. The truth is the strongest man in the world is a vegan. There's a movie coming out called Game Changers that is going to show all these athletes who are 100% plant-based. And if you think about it, the strongest animals in the world are vegan. All right? You want to be as strong as a rhino? Okay, they're vegan. You want to be as strong and as and as large as, uh, as an elephant, they're vegan. So um, this, these misconceptions, how do we tackle these misconceptions? And thank you for speaking up, Sarah and Nira. Well, part of tackling is education. And that's why we bring in um, different speakers with a multitude of backgrounds to our event so that people can come and like really learn and spread the message. And what we try to do is uh, we try to target not just the, the vegan community where we're basically preaching to the choir, but we're trying to target everybody. So one of the things that, you know, we always implore others to do is if you're vegan, bring a non-vegan to a vegan event, you know, like, and, and that's why we make our events so that it's for everyone. It's not like, you know, in your face, like how dare you type of um, atmosphere. It's more education, here's the information. And you'd be surprised at how many non-vegans have come to our event and then we hear back from them and they reach out to us saying that they're no longer gonna be eating meat because of what they heard somebody um, say and, and it opened up their eyes. That's the way to make you know the vegan world the reality is to educate more people when they don't really expect to be educated. Yes, I like that. Get them in the tent with entertainment and then educate them. So I want to know something because I, I held a fundraiser once and with a bunch of people. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done, just coordinating all these different people. And I, I really thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown. And then I walked into your vegetarian food festival in New York City and I saw literally hundreds of booths, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people. I was like, how did they coordinate all this? I mean, Sarah, talk to me about how you coordinate this. Um, so we, um, we work on it year round. 
We're working on the three festivals a little bit simultaneously. And after this many years, it has gotten a little bit easier. I mean, you, we always think like, oh, well, it'll be just the same. You know, we won't have as much work after the 10th festival, but it's always something different. I mean, we keep our festivals completely changing every year. There's always new, interesting food trucks and food companies and restaurants and a new vegan athlete, for instance, that is local and we can feature and um, Game Changers, for instance, is a movie that we might be screening. Whoa, um, great. So th throughout the year, we're always working on all of our festivals and, and just keeping it dynamic. It, we keep up with the news, see what's, what is new and, and just try to get them involved right away with, with our events. So tell me, uh, who are you going to feature at the Raleigh Studios Vegetarian Food Festival that is coming up September 29th and 30th? Raleigh Studios is in the heart of Hollywood. You guys got to check it out. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, there's something about Hollywood. Uh, I worked at Paramount Studios for 12 years, not for Paramount Studios, but a TV a show that was based there. And it's a lot of fun to be in that old Hollywood section. And that's where Raleigh Studios is, right in that vicinity. Uh, so uh, who are you going to have there on September 29th and 30th? There's so many people. <laughs> um, so we have three separate stages. Uh, one is a chef area. One is dedicated to speakers. And one is like a mind, body, and soul area that has more like fitness type and health and wellness, um, you know, uh, people and then we also have obviously like a music stage and a kids area and all of those run simultaneously so going through the list of all the people is really difficult if you go online you can get the complete list but there are some we can feature so. we can we can feature Jane Velez Mitchell is <laughs> one of our top speakers oh yeah AJ. I have a lot of fun talking and you know I never run out of things to say. It's, it's Some people find that disturbing. I know that we're also going to promote some of the people who are vendors at uh, your vegetarian food festival at Raleigh Studios on September 29th and 30th. Uh, Chef Alani, Chef Leslie, and Sena Vegan. Uh, we've already made plans to do Lunch Break Lives, which is our daily vegan cooking show on Jane Unchained. We've made plans to do Lunch Break Lives with them. So I want to talk about the food because that's the fun part. You get there and there's a lot of fun food. Yeah, I mean, we always have uh, food trucks and then just food stands, a lot of local restaurants. We have like Timex Cochina. We have um, Fiesta Gourmet. We have so many like India Jones Chow Truck. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. So, there's so many, um, you know, trucks that are available, but there's also, like, some new products that are out there. Like, we have this um, pan mushroom jerky that's wow. out there um, that they're going to be featuring their things. We have a, um, a date syrup that's coming from Canada, actually, um, that, you know, that's going to be there. There's so many. Like, I mean, honestly, like you said, we have we tend to have a lot of vendors, so, um, you know, there's the list is endless and then we always forget people so it's best to just go on the website and it's constantly being updated okay tell us the website it's www.cavegfoodfest.com 
Okay, cavegfoodfest.com, and that'll tell you everything. And guys, there's a lot of parking around there, right? You can, because that's, uh, for, for Angelinos, the first thing I think about when I'm going to go anywhere is, where's the parking? Because <laughs> half of it is, you know, where am I going to park? And I know the last time I was there, it's very easy parking. There's a ginormous parking structure right next door, correct? Yeah, it's Raleigh Studios, which has been there over 100 years. It's a very infamous studio. We get the labs. And we also are going to get the screening room upstairs, the theater. Woo! which we didn't wow. have last year. So we're really excited about that. And it being a very active studio, there's street parking available on Sunday. There's um, a parking lot right down the street. Um, plenty of places to park. And uh, so you are right on Melrose Avenue, if I'm remembering correctly, right? Yeah. So Melrose Avenue, right near Paramount Studios, it's just a couple of blocks, I think, uh, east of that. And yeah. you are... Uh, right there. And uh, I have to say, we've gotten 85 shares so far on this uh, Facebook live video. Please share it and let all your friends know if you're in Los Angeles, you really got to come out and check out this festival. It is so much fun. And you know, for me, it's fun. What Here's the thing. I love to see festivals where I don't know anyone. When I started out as a vegan, I've been vegetarian a long time, but I turned vegan about 22 years ago. I would walk into one of the vegan restaurants and I'd know everybody and it was empty. You know, I'd know the waiter or one person in the corner. Now I go to a vegan restaurant, I can't get a table. Uh, literally, uh, or even a, a vegetarian restaurant with a lot of vegan options. The other day we went to the butcher's daughter on Abbott Kinney and literally to get a table, it's like a battle and they have incredible vegan options. Uh, absolutely spectacular. And it's a scene. It's like a hipstery scene. And the same thing is true with uh, Gracias Madre, uh, which is an incredible, ve- that's a 100% vegan restaurant. It is a scene. You can't get a table and nothing makes me happier. It's so funny how, you know, if you have a, a different perspective, like you walk in, it's like, oh, well, there's an hour and a half wait or you call and they go, well, we've got something at 11 o'clock, you know, I mean, it's fantastic. It's fantastic that all these restaurants are just absolutely packed. Uh, today, we're going to go to Real Food Daily on La Cienega Boulevard and profile Real Food Daily for our Lunch Break Live segment, which is wonderful. Um, and Real Food Daily is one of the old-time uh, restaurants. It's been around for a long time, but it's gotten a totally new a facelift, and it looks fantastic. So you guys go around the country. Um, you have festivals in New York, Los Angeles, Arizona, and one other place, I think, as well. No, New York, that's enough for now. (laughs) And scooch forward, Sarah, if you would a little bit. Um, New York, Los Angeles, and Arizona. Arizona is sort of more of a mainstream, like in other words, you can be in the vegan bubble here in New York and LA, uh, but in Arizona, you get more of a sense of where the country's going. What do you see happening in Arizona? Oh, it's really exciting because when we started there, we can really just see the difference between four years ago and this year. Um, There were maybe like five vegetarian restaurants in Phoenix when we, when we first started and now it's more like 20 and it's just, it's such a huge jump. Even with the food trucks, it was like, okay, maybe two food trucks before. And one of that was lemonade. And now it's like actual uh, food company trucks that are completely vegan 
like the scene in Phoenix has exploded, unlike these other cities. Wow. Well, that, you know, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, I was there uh, covering uh, the Jody Arias trial. And I don't remember, that was a few years ago. I don't remember any vegan, almost any vegan restaurants there. I'd be so happy to go back and, and experience um, the vegan scene in Phoenix. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. In yeah. fact, I'm going to do it the next time you have your festival in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And I mean, Phoenix, Arizona, let's face it, it's a pretty conservative area, you know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, one of the interesting things in that trial that I covered, um, Travis Alexander, the victim, uh, the man who was murdered, he was a budding animal rights activist. I discovered this talking to his Mormon buddies who said that he, he sat everyone down to watch Earthlings and he um, was starting to juice and switch to a plant-based diet at the time he was murdered, which was a tragedy. Also in his blog, uh, he wrote about stopping pig gestation crates. He was fighting for that. There was a proposition, I think, going on in Arizona, and he was fighting to get that passed. So it was it was very chilling to re- to realize because I wrote a book about it as well uh, that this this young man whose story, his tragic story, I was I was uncovering, um, be- was becoming an animal activist. Uh, just a, an aside. Well, listen, we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to stay live on Facebook and we're going to come back for our final segment here on Voice America Influencers Radio with the founders of U.S. Veg Corp, uh, Sarah Fioli and Nira Palawada. They are two amazing vegan activists who are changing the world. And I want to hear from you. What do you want to know? making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron. Author, publisher, and life mentor broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Jane Velez Mitchell here with Jane Unchained and our mascot, Little Rico. And we are here with Sarah Fioli and Nira Palawada, who are the co-founders of the U.S. Veg Corp. Uh, they put on three extraordinary vegetarian, actually vegan, but they're called vegetarian food festivals in New York City, jam-packed in Los Angeles at Raleigh Studios, uh, also extremely popular, coming up on September 29th and 30th, a weekend. You need to mark it down on your calendar. Just write it down. Raleigh Studios, Hollywood, vegetarian food festival. You can go to cavegfoodfest.com to get all the information. But basically, um, it's just Raleigh Studios. Be there uh, or be square on September 29th and 30th. And um, so we've just been talking uh, between breaks uh, about this disconnect that people have talking just adoringly about their pets, spending thousands of dollars to take care of their pets, it's a multi-billion dollar industry and yet turning a complete blind eye to the suffering of these animals. And actually, I've experienced some people getting very angry if you try to confront them with the reality that they are complicit in the torture and killing of animals who have um, families, who have mothers, who uh, feel pain, who feel loneliness, uh, and who are certainly suffering on a scale that is unprecedented in the history of humankind because we've never raised and killed this many animals for food in the history of humankind. Yeah, and, and I was saying how I think because it's so culturally ingrained um, to ignore it that the few people who are speaking the truth and getting the word out, it's so much easier to push that aside and ignore it because it's so painful to think about and to just realize, you know, I think... I mean, to me as a vegan, once I made the decision to go vegan, I don't want to ever think about factory farming again. It's like I see footage and I just, it's so much easier to, to share the vegan lifestyle than to think about what is happening in factory farms. Well, I think both are required. I think it's very important to show people an alternative, but I use my personal experience as a recovering alcoholic with 23 years of sobriety. Um, you know, they always say, follow that drink all the way to the end, and it ends in the gutter. And until I, because just like alcoholism is a disease of amnesia, we end up romanticizing and forgetting the ugly part if we don't remind ourselves. The same thing with, with meat and dairy. It, you know, we're so conditioned to eat it that we, we, we want to erase those thoughts about all the suffering that goes into it. Don't, don't tell me about that. People get really angry. Um, and, uh, and yet that's really, I think, to, for a lot of people, when they see that footage, they can't put it out of their minds and then they, cannot, they can no longer pretend. They can no longer pretend. I mean, look, I, I know people who shall remain nameless and, and they are 
They love their animals and I get photos of their animals all the time and look what this one did and look what that one did. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, if they're going out and then eating a steak and you try to point out their hypocrisy and they get really angry at you, um, that's, that's, a, that's a problem. And, you know, some people say, well, no, just be oh so very polite. And what I say to that is, We've never really changed history by being oh so very polite. Women didn't get the right to vote by asking politely. They were called hysterics. Uh, There were all sorts of scare tactics. You know, when women wanted to get into the workforce, oh, this is going to destroy the economy. Oh, um, children will be uh, abandoned and abused. Oh, uh, men will no longer have work. Uh, You know, so uh, women are the women are hysterics. Uh, There was all sorts of a denigration of women who wanted to change their status in the world. And now we're seeing the same thing uh, for people who advocate to change the status of animals in this world. Nira. No, I understand that aspect to it. There's a lot of things that we've come across. Like some of it has been, um, you know, people who are really religious. And so you come across with like those arguments of, some of the dishes that are served that are traditional in, you know, religious ceremonies happen to have meat. And, you know, we get it all the time of like, you know, if, if God didn't intend, you know, for us to not eat meat, then why is it in, you know, this scripture and why, why is it in this culture? And it's a hurdle that we, um, you know, definitely have to get through because times change. And that's the issue really I see is that people have been growing up with these type of meals, with these type of households, with this type of thinking. And, you know, sometimes it's a personal choice, but sometimes it's a situation where they have to go against, you know, their, their grandparents' wishes or it's an uncomfortable feeling at like a Passover Seder when, you know, one of, you know, the things that's on the, the Passover plate is a lamb shake, you know, so, um, there's a lot of hurdles, but it really comes down to thinking differently, being educated, understanding that the world is changing across the board, and now um, becoming more sympathetic is important. You know, people don't live on farms as much anymore. Um, there's other alternatives. Back in the olden days, there weren't. Now there are. And so to humanize animals is extremely important, and, and, and it's easy to do. It's just a matter of, like, breaking tradition that I think is the hard part for a lot of people. So, Sarah, where do you see this movement growing and where do you see U.S. Veg Corp going as the movement grows? Well, we see it just spreading to more and more cafes and restaurants. It's exploding in your own grocery store, taking over more and more shelves, the vegan products. Um, I don't think it really has a stopping point. I think the alternatives that we have, you know, that are trying to imitate or take the place of animal products are just going to keep improving. And, you know, for some vegetarians, they're even getting too real, you know, for us. But I think that's great as far as, you know, just making the leap a little easier for people who are kind of interested in, you know, not contributing to cruelty in the world. Um, And as far as our festivals, we want to keep showcasing this and showcasing, you know, like, yeah, this burger is very lifelike. It's it's very much like an animal meat, but we want to showcase that and and really like, you know, we bring media to the to the festival. Sometimes we have 
news trucks there and they'll try it on on the news on live tv and you know it we just want to keep showing it showing what's what's happening are you planning on going to any other cities Right now, we don't have plans for that, but it really just depends on the funding. I mean, a main thing about keeping U.S. VegCorp going is that we are um, dependent on people coming and supporting the event. So the event isn't just for people who are just newly like entering into the, the veg culture or non-vegetarians, but we really do depend on um, vegans that are very aware and are 100% vegan to come and continue to support us so that we can expand and go into other um, uh, I was going to say countries but other cities first <laughs> yeah well why not countries I mean this is happening everywhere veg fest you know I get calls about veg fests all the time people ask me to can can Jane Unchained cover XYZ veg fest or XYZ veg fest I'm blown away now at the number of veg fests in the most unlikely places uh, and I'm very thrilled to go when I can. I actually had to make a decision because I was just doing so much traveling that I can't go to all of them because there are just so many of them. I'm going to the Hilton Head uh, Veg Fest, Low Country Veg Fest in October. I was just at a Veg Fest in Corpus Christi, Texas. And it's very important to, sh- to support these smaller ones because that's where America is. And where they are, where it's very important that this not just be a New York, L.A. movement. That's why Jane Unchained is going to Europe. Uh, we have going to have a total team coverage of Jane Unchained Europe uh, at the end of August, the beginning of September, uh, because there are amazing things happening in Europe. We're going to profile the vegan scene in Berlin uh, and London. And we are also doing uh, vigils. Um, so. It does seem to be exploding. The question to me is, are we going to get there in time? Because, again, uh, we only have eight years before virtually all wildlife vertebrates. That's wild animals with bones. That's the wild animals that we all grew up seeing that are in the fairy tales, et cetera, are going to be, they're not going to exist anymore. And, you know, I say that to people and and, I just said it to uh, somebody, a neighbor this morning. Terrible, terrible. But... Do, do people change their behavior? No. I mean, if, if you're eating meat, you're contributing to that. If you're eating animals, you are contributing to the destruction of the planet. I don't care who or how powerful somebody is. If they call themselves an environmentalist and they're eating meat, they're hypocrites. It, meat, animal agriculture is the leading cause of climate change, habitat destruction, wildlife extinction, water pollution, and these organizations are just dropping the ball. And I know why. You know, they admit it themselves. So we found that out in Cowspiracy. They don't want to upset their, their, their uh, donor base. If they start telling their donor base, hey, you know, you're, you're supporting XYZ Environmental Group, but if you're eating meat, you, you really could do more. Instead of giving us money, just stop eating meat and dairy products. They, and they're also, in some cases, being funded by the animal agriculture industry. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> you agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, that's what we've been going up against um, all this time is how big the lobbies are for dairy and for meat in politics and how we're subsidizing these products and making them cheaper than they really should be. Um, but I think, I mean, 
I have to look on the bright side and the positive things that are happening that, you know, where, where the market is heading is a lot more plant-based. It is. It is. So we only have about a minute. I want to get each of your final thoughts on where your festivals encourage people to come to this uh, festival at uh, Raleigh Studios on September 29th and 30th. Um, tell, us, tell us what you'd like to leave us with. Well, definitely like go to the website, cavegfoodfest.com, and uh, we also have tickets available. Kids are always 10 and under free because it's really important to educate kids at the beginning, and we have a whole kids area as well. Um, but it's, the website's going to be constantly updated weeks into the, up to the uh, event, but come visit us September 29th and 30th at Raleigh Studios. Sarah? Yeah, and you can also follow us on social media. It's CA Veg Food Fest on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have a lot of exciting updates, and we have ticket giveaways, and we have discount codes. So you really want to follow our social media accounts. Yeah, and it's it's very reasonable. What is it? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I mean, yeah, that's... it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really urge everyone to go. Uh, we're, we're just about out of time. I, I just find you guys very, very inspiring because, you know, doing Jane Unchained, uh, I've always been talent. I've never had to really organize anything. And now I'm starting to have to organize. We have contributors all over the world. They all have different needs and questions and desires and this, that, and the other. And I have to send them equipment and blah, blah, blah. And it's hard. It's really difficult. It's a lot easier for me to just stand in front of a camera and talk. And so I'm having to learn a whole new skill set. And that's the kind of skill set that you women have organizing these very intricate, massive food festivals. I just, I just hats off to you. Um, I mean, really. Uh, Thank you for recognizing that, (laughs) by the way. Because a lot of people think it just happens. It's really like a year in, in planning. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all really difficult, really, really difficult. And, uh, you do it so well. So I want to thank you all. And I want to urge everyone watching, please, please, please check out the California vegetarian food festival at Raleigh studios, September 29th and 30th. That's a weekend. And, uh, you can go to cavegfoodfest.com to get all the information It's in the heart of Hollywood. I'm going to be speaking, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I urge you all to join us. So thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.